Welcome to The Outpouring with Executive Pastor Bob Oliver of the New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. This morning I want to bring the Word of God to encourage our hearts on this 40th anniversary celebration. I don't take it lightly at all because I know that I'm connected back to the New Covenant family. Um, I have been with this family for 23 years and counting. Um, and when I came 20, I mean 1999, if my math is right, 20, that's 23 years, I'm sure, praise God, hallelujah. <laughs> it's about 23 years ago. So I know that my, my connection with New Covenant, the fact that the Lord has connected my family to New Covenant is very significant and very important. So this occasion where I, I have to be the one to bring the word of encouragement to you, I don't take it lightly at all. And I want to pray that God will grant me a sure word or God has given me a word to encourage somebody's heart this very morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So I'll quickly go into the text for today. I'm looking at the book of uh, Joshua chapter 1 and uh, from verse uh, 1 through uh, 17 or 1 through, I'll do 1 through through 11. But I'm speaking on a subject, very briefly, I'm speaking on a subject, dare to cross your river Jordan. Dare to cross your river Jordan. Dare. In other words, determine regardless to cross your river Jordan. There's a Jordan river to be crossed and you have to determine and dare to cross that Jordan. And the background to this uh, uh, verse of Scripture, verse of Scripture, or this passage of Scripture, is the fact that the children of Israel had crossed the Red Sea from Egypt, and they had lived in the wilderness for a period of about 40 good years, where one generation, you know, had to perish or perish, because of their unbelief and God was moving another generation to the promised land under Joshua and they had come to the borders of uh, Jordan, the Jordan River. And sometimes we look at the crosses, there are two levels of crosses. Most of the time we focus on the Red Sea where God redeemed his people out of bondage from Egypt and from slavery. And there's also a second crossing. Normally we focus on the first crossing, the fact that they came out of Egypt. They came out of Egypt from bondage, from slavery. But there's a second crossing that normally we forget. And that crossing is the Jordan where God enabled his children to enter the promised land. Sometimes you can do one crossing where you come out of Egypt and then you stay in the wilderness and you can move around and never cross your Jordan to your promised land. You can stand and be moving around and be playing games and hanging in there, but there is another level of crossing that must take place. You can come out of Egypt and be playing around and be hanging around and be doing what you think is, is normal, but for you to cross your Jordan to the other side to occupy your promised land, 
there needs to come a certain revelation. There needs to come a certain understanding that the manna will cease. And when the manna ceases, it is time for you to encounter God, for God to help you to cross over the Jordan to your promised land. When you don't get to that level of understanding, you'll be caught up having been set free from slavery and yet not entered into your promise that God had for you. That is why it's very important to Paul that Paul, you know, came to the church in Ephesus, wrote to the church in Ephesus and told them, it is good that you have a, a love for God. It is good that you love the people of God. It is good that you, 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 you enjoy fellowship and, and, and you, you have joy for the things of God. But it is not only the only place for you to be, there is something deeper. So Paul says that, listen, I don't want you to just come out of Egypt, but I want to come take you to the promised land where the Bible says, Paul prayed for them that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened that you will know the hope of his calling, your glory of his inheritance among us. There is something deeper than just praise the Lord. There is something deeper than just loving the brethren. There is another level in the realm of the spirit which belongs to you and it will take you having your eyes open so that you know what belongs to you then you can step in there and receive everything that belongs to you. And for that to take place, it takes God opening your eyes. Until God opens your eyes, you are just going to enjoy having come out of Egypt and just walking around the, the wilderness, just playing games. But for you to take your promised land and to cross over your Jordan, there are some giants that need to be brought down. There are some territories that need to be taken, but you need the power of Almighty God to take you to the next level. Somebody say amen to that. And I've come this morning to challenge somebody that on our 40th anniversary, we have hung around here for far too long. A time is coming and now is the hour that I've come to declare to you that God is taking us out of the environment of just being in the wilderness to another level and dimension of the Spirit. Somebody say, I receive it. Somebody say, I receive it. It's very important or else you are going to just scatter around the tulips and never enter into the land that the Lord has prepared for you. It's a dimension. It's a dimension of the Spirit. It's an octave. It's a level. We don't want to stay where we are. We have to move to the next level. On our 40th anniversary, I've come to announce to somebody that God is about to move us to another dimension of His power and of His glory. And you better not stay in the wilderness. You better determine that today I dare to cross my Jordan. Somebody say amen to that. Somebody say amen to that. You are about to cross your Jordan. The Jordan can be anything that's an obstacle. Anything that's a hindrance between you and your promise. Sometimes the Jordan can be, you know, a, 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 I mean, a, a sickness or some, some, some kind of, a, 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 how do I put it? Some kind of sickness that is preventing you from having the health that you're looking for. It could be that Jordan. Physical challenge. Health challenge. And you ask God, God, how can I move from this physical health challenge to get into a place where I can be very healthy. That could be a Jordan. But don't worry, you'll cross that Jordan. I've come to announce you that you'll cross that Jordan. The Bible says that healing is the children's bread. 
So if you are going through any sickness or any disease that seems to become a Jordan between you and activating or entering to your, your, your promised land, I'm here to announce to you healing is becoming your portion. I say healing is becoming your portion. You will cross that Jordan. For others, it is economic or financial constraint. Now look at the times that we live in. We live in challenging times. The economic situation that we find ourselves in, look at Facebook, the, the, the tech giants laying off workers, thousands of them. Look at Twitter, laying off workers. Look at the economy, you go to the shop and then you find out that prices have skyrocketed, inflation all over the place. It's a Jordan. But guess what? We are going to cross that Jordan. I said, we are going to cross that Jordan. I said, we will cross that Jordan. I have come to declare to New Covenant that on your 40th anniversary, God is about to take you to cross your Jordan. And like Caleb, every one of us, in spite of our age, we are going to say, Lord, we are going to take that mountain because there is a mountain for us to take and that mountain you are going to grab that. You will not die in the wilderness. I prophesy to you that you will not die in the wilderness. You are going to cross your Jordan and you are going to take that mountain and say, like Caleb, Lord, give me that mountain. I will take that mountain because it is a promise from Almighty God and I will step into my place of prominence. I've come to announce a new covenant on your 40th anniversary. Whatever has been a Jordan, whatever has been a hindrance between you and stepping into where God has for you, you are about to cross that Jordan and that Jordan you will cross. Somebody say, I receive it. Someone shout, I receive it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. In this anniversary, I've come to tell somebody, you are going to cross your Jordan. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Any Jordan, any obstacle, any hindrance, anything that has prevented us from stepping into the prophetic word, that concerns new covenant, I have come to emphasize that we are not only going to celebrate having come out of Egypt, but we are also going to celebrate having to cross the Jordan River. And we will cross that Jordan River and we are going to say every prophetic word that was placed on the man of God and whatever God is telling the servant of God, we will step into it. Your blessing will come through for you. It will not delay. It will come to pass. Bible says, though it tarries, wait for it. Why? Because the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the glory of the former house. There's a glory that is coming to the latter house in the final stages or the faith that the Lord has sent you covenant in. The glory is going to be greater and better and it's going to be something that we'll experience in a supernatural way. The glory of God is coming to somebody. Somebody say, I receive it. Somebody shout, I receive it. Now, let, let me go into the scripture and uh, pick a few lessons from the scripture in the book of Joshua just to establish the fact that God has a plan to make sure that you dare to cross your river Jordan. Turn to somebody and tell him, hey, dare to cross your river Jordan. Tell somebody, dare to cross your river Jordan. Every obstacle before you, you are going to dare to cross it. New Covenant, we've come to a place where every obstacle, every hindrance, whatever is daring us, we are going to dare that thing because we know whom, whose we are and whom we serve. And because we know that, 
there is no hindrance, economic hindrance, financial hindrance, health-wise, that will hinder us from getting to our Jordan. Let me move quickly into the scripture and let's look at that chapter, Joshua chapter 3. I read from verse uh, 1 through 3 and I'm going to come up with some um, areas that I want us to focus on to see what God has to, to tell us when we have to cross our Jordan. There are three areas I hope I can complete uh, as we cross, there to cross any and every Jordan. Joshua chapter 3, I read from verse 1 through 3. Then Joshua rose early in the morning and they set out from Acacia Grove and came to the Jordan. He and all the children of Israel and lodged there before they crossed over. So it was after three days that the officers went through the camp and they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, you shall set out from your place and go after it. Amen. Amen. If you want to cross your Jordan, when you want to cross your Jordan, whatever obstacle that you are faced with, there are three C's that I want to share with you before, but three that I want to share with you that you have to guard and watch and observe. And the first C is what I call the command. Someone say the command. Someone say the command. It's in verse 3. And they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priest, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. A command. A command. If you want to cross your Jordan, there is a command to go after the ark. There is no way you can go cross your Jordan because they go to the place where the ark of God was the presence, the manifest presence of God in a box. If you can put it there because I gave the picture so you can see a little sample of the ark. If you're able to put the ark, just the, the symbol of the ark there, that'll be okay. But if not, I'll just go ahead and then, right, there's the ark. So this was the ark that symbolized the presence of God. You have the cherubims, you have the handles out there. And then within this ark was what God had commanded them to place in the ark. And God's presence, the messy seat was between the cherubim, those two cherubs, was a messy seat between them. And then within the ark, there were elements that God had commanded them to place in the ark. And anytime they carried the ark through the wilderness, God's presence was with them. And God was saying that now you are about to cross over to Jordan, but in order for you to cross over to Jordan, please follow the ark. In other words, focus on my manifest presence. There is no way you can cross your Jordan without focusing on the presence of God because in crossing over the Jordan, there are enemies you are going to encounter. The manna has ceased. Manna falling down has ceased, but guess what? You are going to cross the Jordan and to cross the Jordan, follow my presence. 
follow my art. Listen to what I have instructed for you to do. There is a command to follow the ark. Now, I'm going to belabor the point. Within the ark were three elements. Let me touch on it real quickly. Within the ark were three elements. You can put that one, two there. Within the ark were three elements. If you can put a second there so I can move very fast on that. Within the ark, you have the tablets of stones. That were the Ten Commandments. The tablets of stones that was written with the hand or the finger of God. You have, don't take it up. You have the part of manna. The part of manna was also included in the ark. And then you had Aaron's rod that budded. Aaron's rod that flowered. Aaron's rod that blossomed. Now you have these three elements in the ark. And God had commanded them. It says, follow the ark. Because as you cross over your Jordan, you need these three elements which contains my presence to take you to cross the Jordan. Now the first one has to do with the commandments of the Lord, the Ten Commandments. That has to do with the Word. If you want to cross over your Jordan, the Bible says this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night and observe to do all that is written in it. Then you make your way prosperous. God is saying, telling them that if you want to cross your Jordan, the first thing you need to do is to focus on my Word. Let my word become a lamp unto your feet and a light on your path. Exalt my word. Let that word, because I will never send my word to go forth and come back void. It's not the words of men. It is my word that is written with my finger. My word that is inspired. And therefore, if you want to cross your Jordan, make sure that the word of God becomes foundational or else you are going to meet your Jordan, your sickness, your challenges, and you'll be facing that. But God is waiting for you to release the word. Once you release that word, every Jordan river before you will be parted open. Somebody say amen to that. Somebody say amen to that. People are going after other words other than the word of God. People are going for social media words that will inspire them. And apart from the word of God, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will not pass away. Beloved, when everything else falls apart, the word of God is still going to stand sure. Hallelujah. That is why when I came to New Covenant the first time, like Brother Bob said, when I came to New Covenant the first time, when I came, I was sitting up there. And Bishop, the man of God, preached nothing but the Word. And when he preached the Word, the Word he preached was, God alone is not enough. And when I heard that Word, I said, this is the place for me to be. And I stayed here and I've stayed here until then 23 years and that word of God is still burning in my heart. Hallelujah, somebody. I've come to announce to somebody that if you want to cross over your challenges and your Jordan, don't play down the inspired word of God. The servant of God, Pastor Bob, has been teaching the Word of God. The, the founder of the church has been teaching the Word of God. What is going to take New Covenant to go to the next level is nothing but the Word of God. Follow the ark. Follow the command. The command is the presence of God. My presence is in the Word. God looks over His Word and if God has said anything concerning you, I'm here to announce to you that Word will come to pass.
follow the word. The second thing, I'm not going to belabor the point. The second thing that is in the ark, if you can put it there, the second thing in the ark that we find there is uh, the, the pot of manna. The pot of manna. Manna. What is this? And God is telling them that with this pot in this uh, 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 ark of the covenant, it is going to assure you that as you enter that promised land, I am God your supplier. I am God your provider. If I provided for you in the wilderness for 40 years, I want you to put this manna in the ark of my presence for you to know that the God that you serve, He will never leave you nor forsake you. If He provided for you before, He will provide for you again. And all throughout your journey in the promised land until you secure yourself there, my God shall supply all your needs according to His riches and glory. Let inflation come. Let the economies of the world change. But the God that we serve, He's shifting things around. He's repositioning things so that finally He's going to set His people at the right place. What we are experiencing is a shift. What we are experiencing is a change in atmosphere. God is realigning and repositioning situations. And by the time everything is realigned, the people of God are going to find themselves where they properly belong. I'm here to announce to you that the pot of manna is a continual assurance that the God who said, I'll provide for you, He is still a provider. He has never changed His mind. He will not change His mind. He's still going to do what He says He will do. Look at your life. Look at what happened in the pandemic. Many went, you are alive. Guess what? God is going to make sure that if you are alive, what He promised concerning your life, if it has not come to pass, it will surely come to pass. Follow the command. The first C is the command, the word. Within the word is the manner, God's provision, Jehovah Jireh. The Lord, your provider. You wake up in the morning after this 40th, during this 40th anniversary, you wake up in the morning and say, Lord, it might look like things are looking difficult, but I know that the pot of manna reminds me that you provide for me. That is why Joshua, after he had experienced God in so several many ways, he could come to the book, I think the book of Joshua 24, uh, there about verse 16. He says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Because he knows this God who can provide for him. Hallelujah, somebody. There's more insight. Hallelujah, somebody. The, the, the third thing in the ark was Aaron's rod that bothered Aaron's rod that bothered in the ark. Now God is saying that these things are important for me if you want to cross any Jordan you face. The first is the word. Never take my word for granted. It is inspired. I watch over my word to perform. Secondly, I don't want you to doubt me. If I said I'll provide for you, I will provide for you. Don't doubt me. Believe me, if I did rain manna from heaven to come down on earth, I have the power to give you the wealth that you need. I have the power to break foundation. The cattle upon a thousand hill belongs to the God that you serve. This God wants you to believe. He wants to be believed and not doubted. 
And the second, the third thing that is in the part, is in the part, I mean, it's in the, uh, uh, the ark, was Aaron's rod that budded. Aaron's rod that budded had to do with leadership, approved leadership. Approved leadership. I'm not going to go too much into the details, but there were those who fought leadership and thought they were better than Moses and thought they were better than Aaron. And God said, let us bring a distinction. I'm going to make a distinction. I'm going to let you know the leadership that I approve of. And said, come on, bring, 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 bring your, your rod and put it down. And just lay it down and, and overnight, let, let us see which rod, which is dry rod, let's see which rod will, will blossom. Not planted, but dry and raw. The same rod that swallowed the snake of, 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 of Pharaoh's magicians, it was that same rod that was in, 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 the, in the Ark of the Covenant. And God says to them, put that rod down and the following morning when they woke up, guess what? Aaron's rod budded. Saying that you cannot fight the leadership that I have approved. I'm not going to go into that story. Because when they challenge the leadership, the approved leadership, that family was swept out. If you want to cross the Jordan, you want to listen to the leadership that is approved of God. When the leadership that is approved of God speaks, there is some power in it. Why? Because God has approved it and has placed it in the covenant and that is his presence as it is going. He says, remember the approved leadership. He says, remember that I'm your provider. He says, remember that I am the word that I have for you. It's a word that will come to pass. Three things that God had approved. You fight it. You doubt it. You don't use it. You lose it. Hallelujah, somebody. You doubt it. You fight it. You don't accept it. You lose it. Today I'm here to announce to somebody. As we're crossing the 40th journey into the, you know, the promised land, the Jordan, I'm here to announce to you that God says, follow the ark. It's a command. It's not negotiated. It's something that I believe God led on my heart to come and share with you that if you want to cross your Jordan, your covenant, it's time to follow the ark. And guess what? One of the things about the ark is that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And you are the career of the presence of God. And therefore, in your own life, the presence of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God must be the one that will guide you to your promised land. That anything that stands between you and your promised land and you and your Jordan by the power of Almighty God. When you stand there because you have the word of God on the inside of you, David said, that word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. Because you have the presence of God, because the ark is no more in a physical location, your body now is a temple of the Holy Spirit. You are a career of the presence. And wherever you go, doors are open unto you automatically. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. I said, receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Are you coming along with me so far? Are you with me so far? I want somebody to say amen. Whatever Jordan confronts you, I'm here to announce to you that when you keep the command 
of the Lord. When you follow the ark and the prince of God, and you follow what is contained in the ark, the word, the manner, and the approved leadership, you will cross your Jordan. God is going to allow the approved leadership to speak into your life, and that will take you to your next level. Let me do the next one, and then we'll be doing the final one uh, as we wrap it up on this 40th anniversary. The second one is from verse 5 and 6. Verse 5 and 6. If you're here, shout hallelujah. No, if you're here, shout hallelujah. If you're coming along with me, shout amen. If you're coming along with me, shout I am with you. Okay, if you're with me, let's, call, let's follow. Okay. Verse 5 and 6. And Joshua said to the people, Sanctify yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do wonders among you. Then Joshua spoke to the priest saying, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and cross over before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant and they went before the people. The second C that I want to share with you or live with you, it says, Sanctify yourselves for tomorrow I will be with you. Uh, for tomorrow I will do wonders among you. If you want to see God do wonders among you, the thing that he's asking for is consecration. Someone say consecration. Someone say consecration. The first one is a command. The second one is consecration. Sanctify yourself. Set yourself apart. If you want to cross the Jordan, there are things that you must consecrate yourself from in order to consecrate yourself to. He says you are about to cross the Jordan. You have been in the wilderness for so many years. The opportunity for you to step into your promised land is due. Number one, keep my command, follow the ark. Number two, I want you to consecrate yourselves. Free yourself because there are some things that are going to become a weight that will pull you back. You want to step into your promised land, but you are carrying a weight. God called Abraham and God said to Abraham, I'm taking to a place, a land that I've promised to you. And guess what? Abraham went along and he tagged along Lot. And Lot, his nephew, became a weight. A weight. A weight that he was carrying. There are some weights that you must drop off if you want to cross your Jordan. And the Bible is saying that the day that Abraham separated himself from Lot, that was when God said, now open your eyes, lift up your head. Look to the north, look to the south, look to the east, look to the west. And guess what? I've given the land all over to you. But until then, until Lot left Abraham's life, Abraham had not, was not able to see or God couldn't tell Abraham what he had fully for him. Beloved, until you allow some weights to live your life, there are some relationships that are weights. There are some people that are weights. There are some habits that are weights. Until those habits fall of you, 
It will be difficult as you are trying to climb up and to cross the Jordan. That weight will let you drop in that Jordan and you never cross. But I've come to announce to somebody, it is time as we look to cross over the Jordan to throw away every weight and every sin that so easily beset us. Anger. Unbelief. Weight. Strife. Contention. In a relationship. There are some levels that God wants to bring us into, but we carry weights. And those weights, if we don't consecrate ourselves, beloved, it will be a struggle to move to the land that God has for us. It's a promised land. It's a place of blessing. It's a place flowing with milk and honey. But you can't get to that land with weights. Let that weight fall off. Consecrate yourself. Sometimes it's unbelief. Will God do it? Can God cause new covenant to grow again? Can God do this for new covenant again? I've come to announce to you that what God will do in the latter glory will be greater than the former. You may not believe what you are seeing today, but I've come to announce to you that as we follow the ark and as we consecrate ourselves, God will turn our captivity into a dancing story. A testimony is about to be birthed at New Covenant. What you see today, you are going to see something different in the years ahead. Why? Because we are bowed and we are daring to cross our Jordan. Every marriage that is struggling, I prophesy to that marriage, that marriage will work. Every business that is struggling, I prophesy to that business that that business will work. Why? Because the God yourself is about to help you cross your Jordan and you will cross that Jordan. I've come to announce to you, you will cross the Jordan. Hallelujah, somebody. I said, hallelujah, somebody. Number one is a command. Number two is consecration. Don't doubt God. Don't doubt God. Believe what God has said. It will come to pass. Hallelujah, somebody. I said, hallelujah, somebody. I said, hallelujah, somebody. Sarah looked at, you know, when Sarah was told that, hey, you, 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 are, going to, you, you are going to have a child. The Bible says Sarah laughed. Sarah laughed. She couldn't believe that, you know, at this age, when, 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 the, when the man that I know to be, <laughs> you know, she's not really there. And yet you are giving me a prophetic word that a year about this time my story will change. Abraham, my husband, I know him. He used to be very, you know, powerful. But now the brother, like I would say, has parked at the handicap spot. Handicap spot. I'm not saying all those who are packed the handicap for have the that's what I'm saying. He said, How's it going to be possible? And yet, exactly a year, what she couldn't believe became possible. I'm here to announce to somebody don't doubt God. Don't look at the circumstances that in the economy and your condition to doubt God. Consecrate yourself from unbelief. 
consecrate yourself from doubt. Consecrate yourself from people and friends and individuals who only pull you back and don't encourage you forward. Consecrate yourself so that you can focus on where God is taking you. It's a personal decision that you make. It's a corporate decision that we must make. That we'll consecrate ourselves because God is about to take us to the promised land and nothing should hinder us. We dare to cross the Jordan and to go to the other side. We dare, we dare, we dare, we dare. So we'll keep to the word. We'll listen to the manna. We'll come to a place, oh God, where we believe in leadership. We will consecrate ourselves. And the third seed that I want to live with you in the covenant, as we determine to cross the Jordan, is the covenant. Someone say the covenant. Then one say covenant. Or say confidently covenant. The command, consecration, and then the covenant. And thank God that we are the new covenant. The covenant. If you want to cross your Jordan, focus on the word. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Let the word of God become your focal point that instructs you in life or else you are going to struggle and go round and round and round in the wilderness and never enter where God exactly wanted you to enter. You get there and you struggle. If you want to get in there, let the word of God become focal and consecrate yourself. But thirdly, the covenant will be the third one. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Look at verse 9. I do verse 9 through 11. Verse 9 through verse 11. So Joshua said to the children of Israel, Come here and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, By this you shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will without fail. And if the Bible is yours, you can underline or highlight the word, he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Gagashites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is crossing over before you into the Jordan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what God is saying, church. He's saying that this is my covenant with you, new covenant. By this you will know that the living God is among you. He will, without fail, drive out. That's a word. God has sent me to tell new covenant that without fail, he is going to drive out all the seven ites. The Canaanites, the Gagashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the brother dites, the sister tites. Hallelujah! <laughs> Hallelujah! I am here to announce to somebody that every one of the seven enemies of Israel and every one of the seven enemies that you confront in life, 
God has come to announce in your covenant that he will take care of all the ites. No matter where they come from, he's going to take care of all them ites. Seven of them. The Bible says, the righteous man shall fall how many times? Seven times. And the Lord will do what? Deliver. Why? Because there are some ites. And guess what? You have not gotten to the seventh ite. You may have been at your third ite or your fourth ite, an enemy. But guess what? Even when they come and they hit you, ite one, ite two, ite three. God is saying, when they get to the seventh ite, I, God, the number seven is the number of completion. They cannot go beyond seven. When they attempt to go beyond seven, I, my God, that supply all your need, I will deal with them without fail. Without fail. And this is a covenant that I have with you. New covenant. I've come to announce to you that God is saying that every eye, every enemies that you've, every of the enemies that you've confronted over the years, He, God, without fail, will deal with them one by one and therefore dare to enter your Jordan. Dare to cross your Jordan. Whatever is the obstacle before you, dare that. Because I know that number one, I'm going to hold on to the command. Number two, I'm going to come to a place of consecration. Number three, I'm going to keep the covenant. This God has a covenant with us that every enemy that pursues you, he, God, will deal with them. They will come against you one way. What did God say? He said they will come against you one way. They will flee how many ways? They all gather themselves, all the ice will come in one way. But when God strikes them, they're all going to go where? Seven ways. Wherever they came from, they're going to go back. And that is why God has asked me to come and tell you covenant that on your 40th anniversary, as you are thinking of getting ready to cross your Jordan or you think to cross your Jordan to get into your promised land, I want to announce to you that if you keep the command and you get yourself into a place of consecration, and you come to a place of keeping the covenant you have with God, new covenant. What God has for us will come to pass. So if you're going through challenging times, so if you're going through difficult times, the economy is not looking good across the world. Things are looking tight. We've been able to come back and congregate as a church. We've come together. But the sure promise of God for this church, that as this church was founded on the word of God, let's keep the word. As this church was founded on the principle of consecration and righteousness, let's keep it. And as this church was founded on the principles of covenant with God, let's keep that covenant. And without fail, what God has for us will come to us. And our Jordan River, we shall cross that river in Jesus' name. And somebody shout, Amen.
Rise up to your feet wherever you are. Rise up to your feet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift up your two hands to the Lord wherever you are. I don't know what confronts you. I don't know what challenges you. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what Jordan River you are faced with. But I'm here to announce you that you dare this very morning on our 40th anniversary to say, Lord, I dare to cross my Jordan River to get to the other side. And Lord, I dare to follow your command and to follow the Ark of the Covenant. I dare, oh God, to consecrate myself. And I dare, oh God, to keep your covenant that you protect me my going out and my coming in, my lying down and my rising up. Lord, you will protect me. Lift up your hands and talk to God in a few. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What an atmosphere of your presence. What an atmosphere of your glory, Lord. What an atmosphere of your power. We just want to thank you. Mahadosh Takaya Baba. Milelemo Shatabirekitebaya. Brondololobo Shatabakatakaya. Menelele Sotaya. Maoteka Yandushta. We thank you, Lord. On this 40th anniversary, Father, we come with this downloaded message of God that we, Lord, you'd bring us to a place. If you are sick in any part of your body, I just want to release a prayer over you right now. In the name of Jesus, lift up that hand so I can see and I pray with you that healing will become your portion. Sickness has become a Jordan, a Jordan that you can't cross. In the name of Jesus Christ, lift up those two hands. If you are sick in any part of your body, let me rebuke that sickness. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command everyone at the sound of my voice who is sick in any part of their body, I release healing. Let the healing virtue of God touch them right now. In the name of Jesus, I release the power of God to touch them supernaturally and healing becomes their portion. In the name of Jesus, I decree that Lord, you touch them, deliver them, set them free by the power of the Holy Spirit right now. Anyone oppressed by the enemy, I command it out of your body right now in the name of Jesus. And I say, healing is your portion. Let the weak say, I am strong in Jesus' name. I want to pray for anyone who is going through any kind of economic challenge. It's a global thing, but I want to pray for you. You are struggling economically. 
You want to lift up your hand? I want to pray with you right now. Father, with these hands lifted, I pray that Lord, you touch them. Open supernatural doors. You will supply all our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I thank you that Lord, you are doing it. In this atmosphere, in this inflation, Father, you will visit your church and turn things around on our behalf. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise and we give you glory. We thank you that Lord, you've had our cry. And by the end of this season, oh God, of inflation, you would have turned this around on our behalf. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us in service today. We pray that this ministry has been a blessing to you and your family. To give your gift of love and help keep this ministry on the air, visit nccop.church giving for all of the ways that you can donate to the ministry. Thank you so much for your generosity and God's blessings until we meet again.